channel to Dub Tug. I'm Stephanie or Lilac or whichever name you prefer, and this is the podcast where some friends and I will either talk about our thoughts on a recent dub announcement or revisit a series that I have reviewed on Lilac Anime Reviews, but talk about the fairly recently added dub. Today we're kind of having a major dub talk party because I have three friends joining me today. First, a new voice on the show, we have Miss Katie. Konnichiwa, this is Pika Hikari Katie. That is so freaking adorable, you're so cute. <laughs> I also have with me probably a regular at this point, Miss Megan. Sup? And to round out the estrogen in the room, another frequent visitor on LAR, Miss Hardy. Lay off me, I'm starving. <laughs> oh my god, it's like Tequila Joseph. <laughs> oh lord, this is great. Um, okay, so... Now that I have the intros out of the way, I'm just going to do a quick explanation. Um, formally, this series was called Lilac Talks Dubs, and it was more video-based with occasional podcast format when I have guests. However, because of the amount of people who want to be a part of the show, as well as the amount of future episodes already planned, I decided to make this one into a more permanent podcast where I ask friends to join in for each episode. Also, hence the name change to Dub Talk, but also because I am lazy as hell and it's easier to just call it dub talk <laughs> not to be confused with dub bull talk i already had a comment on um the the uh the double talk block video the podcast that you me and megan did is like clearly a rip off of double talk i'm like no <laughs> yeah this so was recorded like a week is... beforehand yeah I was so which like... one of us is rojas which one of us is lauren and which one of us is chad oh lord let's not go there yeah. but um... i be chad <laughs> Um, but anyway, now that the explanation is out of the way, on to the actual topic for today. At the time of recording this, the week prior to that, uh, Funimation announced which shows will be joining the Double Talk block alongside Assassination Classroom, now that Death Parade and Tokyo Ghoul Route A are done. So today we're going to be discussing one of those shows because this is the one that everyone is excited for. And their mama. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, Blood Blockade Battlefront. And don't worry, there is an episode for Seraph of the End coming too. Woo! It's, it's just... Oh, shut up, Megan. Oh. It's just that with four people talking about one show, I figured it was a good idea to just make it separate episodes and attempt to talk about both of them. Things gonna get hectic. <laughs> it, it gonna be... Baby, baby, party! Baby, baby, party! Yeah, basically. Uh, the format for the show isn't gonna change. Um... We're going to go through each piece of the cast announcement, talk about our predictions, who was cast, slash our opinions on the casting. And since we did see the first episode of the broadcast dub, because at the time of recording this, it was the day before, <laughs> we will be chatting our, about our, our, our general impressions on it. And, okay, so I think, yeah, that's the entire, like, five-minute intro that I had typed out originally. So Good now job. it's time for this train to go unscripted and possibly into a mess. <laughs> All about the hype train! All hype train, let's go. So, uh, starting... Okay, so, it's, this episode is gonna go a little bit differently for various reasons, but you're gonna find out why in a minute. But first, we're gonna start with the bottom of the official announcement, the director and assistant ADR director. So, normally, <laughs> people don't really tend to predict this stuff. <laughs> um, so I guess... Then there's you. We'll, we'll get to that. So I guess my question is specifically for ADR director. Did you? Did anybody have like a 
preference? Were they like thinking of maybe who could direct this before the announcement came out? I'm just curious. Yes. No. Okay. Not Katie, really. Who, Katie, who were you thinking then? Uh, my primary thought uh, for uh, who could direct this uh, this special little show that reminded me so much of Bacchanal uh, was uh, Tyler Lager. That yeah, that that cool. actually makes sense. He he's the guy who directed he directed Bacano. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He also Very directed nice several episodes of Toriko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been the, a good uh, fit. Then. First half of Toriko, I think. Right. That would have been a good fit then, all things considered. I yeah. I also had a uh, backup pick, which was what was officially <laughs> chosen. Yup. And what was officially chosen was actually my preference for directing. Though, if I had a second choice, if this does not happen, I was kind of considering Zach Bolton. Because I, f- like, he, he's a pretty good director if you give him the right project to work with. So I you felt think like, he's, You think he redeemed himself in, in your eyes with Death Parade? I think he kind of did, actually. Like, I, I liked what it did, but I also think what helped it out was, um, who was it? It was Bonnie Clunkinbeard who wrote it, and then, uh, Chris George, I believe, was the assistant? Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, so I think that might have helped him out a bit. Anyway, ADR director is, of course, Mike McFarland. Goemon himself. No surprise. And um, the assistant ADR director, and a first-time assistant ADR director, mind you, Felicia Angel. All hail our adult. All hail our adult. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure she's the nicest, sweetest person in the world because I think she follows a lot of us on she Twitter. She follows everyone on Twitter. on Twitter. And it's wonderful. I keep because I'm t- I have a tendency. Anyone who follows me on Twitter knows I have a tendency to go off the handle sometimes and say some rather unsavory things every now and then. And I get yes. just one of the, I wonder if Felicia has unfollowed me yet. So I go, hey, she's still following me. That's awesome. <laughs> it's great. But yeah. um, yeah. For Felicia, this is her first assistant ADR job. Um, I, when I looked at ANN, the only other thing she had done was commentary. So this is pretty cool and interesting. And then, of course, we have Mike McFarland, who is no the best. He yes, no stranger to us chatting about dub announcements. Cause let's... I was about to say, please do not say we're no stranger to love. <laughs> no, but um, he's you know the rules, and so do I. Oh god. We're not going there. Not right now. Later, Hardy. Anyway. Whoa. Not really. Um, okay. Anyway. Um, if you have not heard of this name before and it's your first time listening or watching this show that happens. Um, previous credits that McFarlane has include some of the early episodes of One Piece for the Funimation dub. Uh, anything and Everything Full Meta Alchemist. And as of more recent, Attack on Titan, Tokyo Ghoul, and it was also fairly recently announced that he is the director for Noragami. So, we're good here. <laughs> I'm pretty yes. sure we're good. Speaking of Noragami... Oh, what about Noragami? <laughs> yes. You can watch Lilac's newest video up now on YouTube. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, as of when this gets released. Oh, hey, I was in that thing too, and I sounded like a dying animal. You had just gotten back from a con that day. Oh my god, I had gotten so- I got super sick right after that, too. Oh god. Like, I went into work, and one of my coordinators was like, Are you gonna be okay? I'm like, If I can survive three days at a con, I can work at a grocery store. Con clue! 
Conflake to Conflake 2015. I survived. Con <laughs> funk. <laughs> oh lordy. Oh but, god, no! I showered. But, is that gone funk going to give it to you? <laughs> oh god, get out! <laughs> you and your stupid jokes. Um. Anyway, so I don't think anyone has an issue with Mike McFarlane directing. <laughs> If anyone does, that's a surprise. <laughs> when in doubt, jump aboard <laughs> the, the Mike McFarlane train. <laughs> the McFarlane hype train. Yes. Now, now pulling into your local station. <laughs> choo choo! <laughs> okay, so I guess since we, we're done with McFarlane then on that one. But uh, Felicia Angio. This, it's gonna be interesting. Well, if Clifford was a uh, indication, she's gonna be just fine. Oh, she's gonna be fine. Cause like Clifford, he was the assistant for both Yona and Rolling Girls. Cause Colleen was directing both of them. Yeah. And he's done. I I'll admit, I I I've been kind of a lazy bastard, and I I haven't watched Rolling Girls unfortunately, and I've stopped watching Yona because I'm at the point of just like, I just finished this in simulcast. I need a break from all of the dragon and god damn it will you two kiss already <laughs> that is that series oh my lord god damn it hawk and yona just do it already can i just say for like five seconds because i have been keeping up with the broadcast of yona that honey scene <laughs> when christopher I sabin did that scene i'm like what is going on <laughs> Now, I ladies, haven't even uh, commented on it to Nikki so apologized yep. for it. Yep, Sabbath was Sabbath. No, he didn't. He didn't comment to me directly, but like the next day, he must have seen it and he mentioned. He like sent his own tweet out about it. And I'm like, I remember I showed just the picture of that screenshot to one of my friends, Kenny, and she goes, "Why is that guy looking cat pee off of someone?" And I was like, "Stephanie, no!" I'm like, "Kenny, no." <laughs> It was still really weird and awkward. I have a feeling awkward. I have a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I just had to say that for like two seconds because it was weird. Anyway. Um, I think director and assistant, pretty good. So, what's weird about the announcements for this and Sarah is there's no official word on the scriptwriter. However, in the case of BBB, we, we at least know who it's not. It's not Tatum, Tatum. that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> We because, know it's not Tatum. Yep, yeah, because um, last last night after the sh- uh, Double Talk Club, uh, Yezu Otaku actually tweeted Mike about this whole thing, and he responded that he has no idea, but he at least knows that it's not himself, Tatum, or Monica. Mm. So that leaves still leaves a few options on the table. I mean, it could be... I'm thinking, like, who's maybe? been writing recently, so it could be, it could be Josh, it could be Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be Jamie. Tyson Reinhardt? Yep. It Ty- might, it could be Jill McDonald with some writing. Why do I, why do I want to say it might be Jamie? Because Jamie tends to write, well, usually when I see Jamie's name on something, it's comedy. That's true, and she just finished up with Yorikuma, I think. That's it true. It could be her. What if it's Chuck well, and Jamie? Well, if if you did listen to Zap, he does have a lot of colorful language, and Jamie and is not shy about putting some bad language that's in That's why oh, I'm yeah. saying it could be Josh, well, it could be then. Jamie, or Jamie. Usually when I see Jamie, she's usually attached to Chuck Huber, because 
one of the ships I'm really familiar with the two of them writing, I believe, is Okamitan and, their, and her seven companions. Yeah. And I remember that show had some pretty... That was hilarious. That yeah. show had some pretty colorful language because I, I had watched that with my mom and I remember a lot of the things out of Ringo's mouth kind of had her going, what the fuck? Also, if it's any indication, I believe she also wrote the script for Panty and Stocking. Mm. Uh, yeah, she did. So, well, Panty and Stocking kind of writes itself. Whoa. Um, still. But it's it's going to be interesting to see who officially is the scriptwriter because as, as of recording this, because I kept refreshing the freaking ANN page, it hasn't been announced. No one has said anything about it. So. And we don't know if they're allowed to. <laughs> right. So yeah. it's going to be interesting who it might end up being eventually. If it could be Bonnie, if it could be Jamie, if it could be Josh, it could be it could be anyone except for McFarlane, Tatum, and Monica. <laughs> could point. it be you? Dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> I have to admit something. I'm actually writing BBB. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> this is probably the perfect segue to move on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes. So it could have been Dio. Shut <laughs> up. For all we know, yeah, it could actually be Patrick Sight. It, it actually could be Patrick Sight. Oh Patrick yeah, that's true. For actually. Them. That is pretty fair. Because um, he, he has managed to at least script stuff, even if he's in L.A., because Maria the Virgin Witch exists. Oh, yeah. And he is the writer for that. So, it's possible, but... Okay, segue. Time to move on. Okay. So, before continuing with the official announcement, there's at least three characters. Um, people had predictions for them. They weren't a part of the official announcement, but we did hear them in the first episode. So, I guess really quickly, just covering those three. Um, Vivian. Megan was the only one who had a prediction for Vivian. Would you like to tell us who that was? Oh, yeah, my prediction for Vivian was Alexis Tipton, and I was completely fucking wrong. Okay, so Vivian was not officially announced, and still has not, but Hardy's pretty sure he knows who it is. I'm pretty sure... Well, I had a prediction, too, when I first watched it in the simulcast. I thought it was going to be Colleen Clinkenbeard. Mm, okay. But once I heard it, I was like, that is definitely, without a doubt, Lindsay Seidel. Yay, Lindsay! Yeah. Actual uh, vocal yeah. chameleon Lindsay it, Seidel. It, 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 yes, the chameleon. You know, and it's, there's nothing official about it, but, I mean, I confirmed it with my ears. <laughs> my um, ears of massive, of Lindsay, manliness. Lindsay Seidel, um, for those who may not know, at least in terms of recent stuff... She is uh, Nagi Summer from Assassination Classroom, as, long, as well as Ito from Tokyo Ghoul. Just <laughs> oh my god, shut up, Megan. But um, that was like two seconds of Vivian. Um, Michela, if that name was pronounced correctly, because there's like two different uh, pronunciations. Yeah, Michela? Michela. Whatever. <laughs> like, and I just rewatched the episode two before recording this. <laughs> it's a weird pronunciation. Yeah. Megan also had a prediction here. Uh, yeah, my prediction was Caitlin Glass, but in my official actual Word documents, I believe it says, I got nothing, um, fuck Caitlin, I guess. Yep. Shh. The official thing that I got, yeah. Um, I had, didn't have anyone either, I don't know if anyone else did. I didn't have anyone but listening to it, and I, this I cannot confirm. I'm not 100% sure about this. But I think I heard a Bryn. Nope. Actually, it did get confirmed. There is an official confirmation for Michelle, actually. Yep. Oh, really? Uh, Sarah Windenheft. Who? Uh, <laughs> My thought exactly. I, I got uh, some notes. Uh, she is Julia in Freezing Vibration and mm-hmm. Jane in 
uh, a certain magical index, uh, Miracle of Endymion. Yep, she's also uh, minor roles for Defrag, Yurikuma, and Senrin Kagura. Um, All of shows I have never seen. I've seen Dimion, but she must have been a very small role. Right. She's still fairly new, actually, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah, so, I'm okay with some new blood in here. I'm... I don't mind this at all. Uh, but yeah, that's Sarah, Sarah Windenhart. And then there's... um, We don't have a name yet. Creepy te- Glasses Kid. Creepy Blonde Glasses Kid. Technically, there's a name, but apparently it's spoiler-filled. Yes. So, we're just going to call him Creepy Glasses Dude. Or, in a minute, we're going to call him by his actual name. So, I know I had predictions for this. And I had two. I was thinking either Josh Greeley or Lindsay Seidel. Because in the simulcast, the person who plays this, it kind of sounds a little bit feminine. Like, there's a twinge of femininity in there. Like, I don't remember if it was a female voice, uh, say you who voiced it. So, that's kind of why I was like... it, I was, it was it is a female Seiyu. Uh, okay. It was really yes, it is a woman. Okay, oh, so yeah. No. That's, that's kind of why I had them. No, it's actually, actually, from what I looked up, it's actually a, 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 it's a dude. Um, uh, in the dub, it's a dude. In the Japanese well, version, it's a girl. It's Rei Kugamiya. Okay, yeah. That's why I kind of had one of each to kind of, like, balance it out. Did you lie to me again, Wikipedia? <laughs> uh, this is why I use Annie List. Um, but... I don't know if anybody else had any predictions first before I say it. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't even re- know the character was a thing. Really, I was sort, sort of in the background until a certain episode. Who you're talking about, and I'm. I, well, Marty, didn't you I, stop at some point because you only wanted to watch the dub at that point once once announced? I got to episode either episode four or five, I think, and I think that was when the character he actually comes in said, a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's when it's about. But um, yeah, pretty sure. And Megan's gonna be excited. Pretty you already, sh- you already know what my reaction was last oh night. Oh my Thank god, you. it was great. Pretty sure the person who's voicing this character is Micah Solasad, and now this character is named Micah. I think my exact <laughs> so reaction to last it. night was when he spoke was, I think Steph was like, "Hey, Megan, that's Micah." Fuck. <laughs> that was your reaction. It was great. And and what I because I like I mentioned I rewatched it before recording this cuz that was the one thing I wanted to confirm was like that's Micah, right? I'm like yes, it's Micah. We're good. But um Micah Solosad well known at this point uh Soul Eater, uh Kamisama Kiss, Ping Pong, the animation is something new. Well, yeah, this going to be interesting. I haven't seen Solosad do slightly devious in a while. And not said space standing? Be Mizuki was kind of devious at the beginning of Kamisama Mizuki Kiss before. Mizuki was a little bit, uh, B wasn't really towards the end, yeah, so that it's hard was to say. Like in the last episode I think more like sure kidnapping someone is kind of devious. I think more like, I can't remember the last time I heard like a consistently devious character from him. Codebreaker. Uh, Thank yeah. you, there we go. That helps me. Because I watched that several months ago. And <laughs> he was the main character in that, he was devious. This is true. But, um, this is gonna be fun to see. For Micah. Um, Micah playing Micah. <laughs> That's the character's name now. Uh, so, those, those are just the three that we actually heard in the announcement. There are some that are not announced that people did predict, but we're going to get to that later. Okay. So, back to the actual announcement. White. Are we going to go around, like, who's starting? I guess I'll start. Um, how, no, how about we have Katie start? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, my prediction for white, uh, 
would be would have been uh, tied into my uh, into my prediction for glasses kid. Uh, I hear she she would have had to play uh, both characters, and so I chose Matthew Whitehead. That would make a lot of sense, really. That'd be great. Um, as for the rest of us, I know I have a second choice, and I know Megan has a second choice, mm-hmm. but the rest of us have the same first choice. Yeah. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. We we I, all of us were like Bryn April. Yeah. Bryn that's April. that's who I that's who I thought it would be like for sure. For sure. For I sure. looked at that character and I listened to the Japanese voice. I'm like, that's probably going to be a Bryn April right there. Yeah. I was pegging Bryn too, but my second choice was also uh, Felicia Angel. She's uh, been doing pretty good recently. Uh, one like, thing I've noticed about those two, they're very hard to tell apart sometimes. I know, right? <laughs> like, no, I've I've actually asked Felicia, I'm like, how do you tell the two of you apart? I'm like, do you guys ever get confused each other? And she smiles. She's like, no, Bryn's actually quite a bit taller than me. <laughs> oh, but uh, That works. But, and uh, um, Megan, you had a second choice as well. Yeah, my second choice outside of Bryn, because I'm still hell-bent on her wanting to hear her play kind of creepy, is uh, Lindsay Seidel, because... Edo was her. Edo was fantastic. Mm. So that would have been wonderful. And from what I've seen of White, because I'm only like I think I'm on like episode three. White was really creepy when I saw White. She kind of becomes a little bit more adorable later on. Just saying. Um, but we're all so wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Complete newbie. I know. Um. Megan Emmerich is voicing white. There is nothing on this girl. I will now say here, this, at least she spells her name right. Here, Here is my... Here's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Is she the same person as Megan Shipman? Probably not. No. I, she if she, if she is, I don't... If she is, I don't want to say because I don't want to do the weird thing of accidentally outing someone. Mm, yeah. No, no. The reason I ask is maybe it was a maiden name. Maybe she recently got married. Because the same thing happened to Christy Kang. Mm, yeah, that's fair. Because she, she went by a, her maiden yeah, name. Yeah, Chris Bingham. Yeah. And then she got married and she became Christy Kang. Well, here's the thing, though. I kind of doubt that. Because um, my Twitter for suggested people, Megan mm-hmm. Shipman is one of them. Mm-hmm. So just ask her. We'll, we'll figure this out. But yeah, mm. it's kind of up in the air. But as of right now, from what we can tell, it could be a complete newbie. Because there's nothing on her. Uh, which yeah, is interesting. Kind, kind of, uh, what, was, what was that show where we got another Erica to uh, LA's cast of actors? Capellion. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, not Capellion. Uh, the other thing Viz has. Uh... uh Bloodline? Gargantia! Gargantia! Mm. Oh, oh, I know who you're talking about now, I think. Alan Lee. Yes! Uh, no, not Alan Lee. Erica. Uh, oh, 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 um, Erica. the person who plays the lead girl, right? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about now, that person. <laughs> no. But, um. Yeah, everyone no, the... I confused her with, uh, and the, the girl who plays, uh, Ryuko. Oh. 
But no, no, I, I think you got that wrong because Gargantia's main heroine was played by Cassandra Lee Morris, and oh, everybody knew I, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I ain't got the wrong show. No. Yeah, it was it was Compelion. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because there were like three different Erikas who all came out and said, "Yeah, the yeah Erica, what's her name? She's she's brand new and she's not an alias for anyone." And then right after the show was announced, the real Erica made her own Twitter account and said, "Yeah, that's me." Okay. Okay. But um. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, KK is the next one on the list. Mm-hmm. I definitely had a few nominations for KK. I think the only one who didn't was Megan at the I, time. I'm not, again, I'm not that far in the show, so I have no idea right. who this well, is. Well, KK comes in the second freaking episode. She comes oh. in the third, to be honest. She, But you see her in the beginning. You see um, her? No, she, yeah, you do see her in the very beginning. You see beginning. her in the beginning, but I'm like, no, I was saying no to like, wait, no, you see her in the second episode. Mm, I... When they do the chess match thing, you see her there. But the chess match is until episode three. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Episode ah. two is the pizza episode. Oh, shoot, that's right. Yeah, episode two was Zap fucking stalking Leonardo. <laughs> yeah, poor thing. And me being like, okay, calm down, Zap. Yeah. That's going to be great for the person who uh, voices him, which we'll get to. But, um, so, aside from Megan, the rest of us had predictions. Yep. Yeah. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Hi. I wanted to see either Lydia Mackey or Martha Harms. Ooh. I had uh, Colleen Clinkabeard as my primary pick and uh, who we eventually got as uh, my backup. Okay. And I had Anastasia Munoz for mine. Because Death Parade is a thing. And I was like, okay, let's throw her here too and see what happens. But we're all so freaking wrong. <laughs> I was close. Yeah, you were pretty close. Um, It's Stephanie Young. Yay! Not me. A different one. <laughs> um, Run Stephanie... In. Yeah, Stephanie, who had Robin, Nico Robin from One Piece, uh, Soul Eater, Spice and Wolf 2, Eden of the East. She's been around for a while. <laughs> She's the dominator. In She's fact. the dominator for Psychopath. Yep. She's Juzo, Juiz, excuse me, for Eden of the East. Juiz. She's Juiz. also in Bakuno, which you might as well take a shot if you're watching this show and somebody and in the cast is in Bakuno. She yeah. was the, the trident chick at the very beginning who you'd never see again. Yeah. Because she's only in the light novels, and I would know because I actually own some of the light novels. There you <laughs> go. But as of now, as of recording this, we obviously haven't heard what it sounds like. Right. We can only speculate what it's going to sound like at this point. And just like with uh, Megan, Emmerich, and White, I don't have an issue with it. Well, I mean, I you know, a, we've heard Stephanie play those types of roles before, right. and she's always... Yep. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. I think we're going to be... We're going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, next. Some... A character I didn't think was going to be announced, and I don't think... I think Katie was the only one who knew it was going to be announced. Sonic the Monkey. <laughs> Not the hedgehog, the but monkey. the monkey. The Sonic Monkey. Da, Copyright da, infringement. Da, da, yeah. da. So Katie was the only one who did a prediction for this, and Katie is the only person who got this right. Would you I like to say a, who do you have? I, I had a backup pick just in case Brené Brawl did who coming someone kisses mama, but... This is true. I, I, I 
did end up getting it right. It's Monica Real. Yay, Monica. It sounds uh, yeah, so freaking because, adorable. Because yes. uh, hey, she <laughs> is really animals. good with animal roles. Pen Pen and Evangelion Rebuild, Noah and Erica 7AO, and the cutest little zombie kitty ever, Babu and Sankaria. Yeah. Wait, Monica was Pen Pen and Evangelion? The Rebuild films. What the hell? I didn't notice that. Yeah, some of you also may have remember the old show Peacemaker Kurogani, where she played two roles, one a pig, the other a mute. So not sure how that works. <laughs> it's well with the pig is like, and with the mute is like, oh lord. And so Monica's just making weird noises in the booth. Right, and so you have to imagine how that casting call went down. Monica, we have two roles for this new show for you. She's like, oh, great. Who's it going to be? Well, you're going to be playing a pig and a mute. Oh. <laughs> Just another typical day. You should ask her about that. Oh, God. Yeah. But, um, if I ever get a chance to actually meet her, yes, I will ask her about her. She's a sweetheart, by the way. Wonderful. She is oh, she's a foul mouth, too. Oh, she is. Yes, she is. She's like, my favorite word is cunt. I love saying uh, to be fair, I've also seen her Okay, to be fair, I've also seen her super intoxicated. Oh. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, no. actual voice acting roles, not animals that she's done, can include Yona from Yona of the Dawn, uh Haruka from Assassin um not excuse me, Razafon, Kaide from Assassination Classroom, and Michiko from Michiko and Hotshot. And about and 200 others. Yeah, I just picked and, out a few. <laughs> and if you're playing the how many people have been in Bacchano games, she's also Shade. Yay! Who is also like a mute. like a running gag for this show. Also mute. So mute. This might as well be Bacchano with more crazy shit happening. Oh and you wonder why I chose Tyler Walker as my prediction for the director. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> okay, um, moving on from Sonic the Monkey to Gilbert... It took me a minute to figure out who this person was. Gilbert is the mummified butler guy. <laughs> I got nothing. I got, I got nothing. I, I thought, you know, maybe it'd probably be like Kent Williams or... Uh... That's exactly who I was thinking. That was my actual prediction was Kent Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not. It's Francis Henry. I have not heard only this like... His only, like, major role is uh, Pastor or Father Neck in Attack on Titan. Yep. He's also had small roles in Fairy Tale Wolf Children and One Piece. So he's so, not done a lot. And this is another character we have not heard yet. So we don't know how this sounds. Right. So I'm That's curious to know how it's going to go. Yeah, pretty much. Next, yeah. <laughs> um, someone we actually do hear. Here we go. Steven Starface. I knew who I had. Skinnier, skinnier Spike Spiegel. Um, um, yeah. From what you guys gave me, Katie was the only one who didn't have anything, it looks like. Yeah, I did. And the rest of us did. Um, Megan, who were you thinking? Ian Sinclair. Hardy, who were you thinking? Robert McCollum. And I was thinking Brandon Potter. I think this is the first time I threw Brandon Potter in there somewhere. Wrong. I know, right? <laughs> If you're playing, if you're playing a game at home, of take a shot every time we're wrong, I I your really hope you have health insurance. I feel sorry because your, your liver's liver. gonna hate you. But yeah, just as Katie was outbursting over there, it's J. Michael Tatum, who's uh, Steven Starface. I didn't honestly, I didn't think he was gonna be this character. I think I had him elsewhere. Yeah, initially. I had him elsewhere as well. 
Yeah, but we're, yeah. we'll get to that because I'm pretty sure we had him in the same elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, Tatum, freaking well-known shenanigans. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul Sugiyama, Erwin uh, Smith from Attack on Titan, uh, <laughs> Isaac, Sebastian, Sebastian Isaac from Bakano. Take another shot. There we go. <laughs> and um, another recent one is Defrag, which, by the way. There was the. Have you seen some of the clips that Funimation put on YouTube for Defrag? Yes. Freaking Tatum! I have not seen him go perverted before, and this is great. Uh, oh, I have not seen that good clip. God. No, I don't think. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Did you just say you've never seen Tatum go perverted? For God's sake, Sebastian literally fucks a nun at one point, okay? <laughs> yes, he well, does. There's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference. And Sukiyama, Sukiyama, I'm sorry, and Sukiyama huffing a napkin in a bathroom wasn't? Okay, <gasps> he had an orgasm on in like a bathroom stall over a bloody napkin. That one I stand corrected, but with Sebastian, there's a difference between fucking a nun and being a pervert. I'm sorry, yeah, that's I can't true. Her legs were up around his shoulders. He's just one hell of a butler. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Based on what we've seen, because Steven Starface comes in during the credit sequence, mm -hmm. what do we think of it? It yeah, sounds like a Tatum roll. It, 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 it does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm Tatum. I'm, I'm, I'm still oh, after, no like, what. I, yeah. I would have loved to have heard Brandon Potter do it. They probably just pulled him in. Hey, said, hey, John, come in here. That is, that's what the J stands yeah. for, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I remember that. Fun fact. Yeah, uh, they're like, hey, Jay, you want to just come in here and read this line? Okay. Okay. Well, how are we doing this evening? And it's like, okay, here's you're done. Here's the lollipop. Go, go away. Now. <laughs> nice. That's probably go, the girl. And yeah. the regular Please don't take it to the library. Texas for renovation. Um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, it like hearing it, it definitely sounds like a tater roll. Mm -hmm. I'm just it's like, the tater. <laughs> I'm just the like, I was really pegging Brandon Potter. I was like, I want Brandon Potter here. <laughs> was this based after the whole Shinohara thing from Tokyo Ghoul? No, I think it was more the Kirihito Akara O. From Kamisama Kiss. Okay. And maybe a little bit of Tokyo Ghoul. But, um, anyway. Yeah. The way I based my prediction was I, I listened to the gruffness from the Japanese voice actor. He's kind of got that. That's kind of what I was of... aiming for, too. But I was like, uh, I had yeah. Robert, Robert McCollum elsewhere for my yeah. prediction. So I was like, no. if not To me, Robert, the, the guy's face just looks like a Robert McCollum. He reminded me a lot of Genty in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, he kind of does, yeah. Yeah. But, but anyway. Tatum. Yikes. Yeah. Um, Tater. Oh, God, this next one. Uh, Zap. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I want to go. This motherfucker. <laughs> zap. This not asshole. Zap Brannigan. Not Zap Brannigan, but Zap. Yes. yes. And, and, and to segue to that. And now there's this asshole. <laughs> Pretty much. Or to use now Hardy's new favorite phrase that I like to use, thanks, because I've watched way too much What the Fuck is Wrong with You. I think. This bag of dicks. I think this is, for whoever, whoever actually is playing this person, this is one of two people who has the best role of the show. One of two. No, mm. oh, we know. I was like, who's the other one? And then I remembered. <laughs> yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. Um, so everybody had predictions for this. And I, I want to go. I want to do mine last because I have a kind of a, yeah, a, a we'll, tangent I want to go. I'll off leave on. you for that one. So, Katie, I, yours was rather interesting to me. And because he's uh, a huge dick, uh, <laughs> I, but uh, I still thought uh, he needed to be. Uh, 
have shades of being likable, I decided to go with that Liverso himself, Brian Massey. Yep. I would have thought that would have been awesome and hilarious. Um, I miss Brian Massey. Megan and I, we've each had two. One of which we had the same thing. It's because we basically are in sync with each other now. A lot of the time, and that would be Robert McCollum. Yeah. Uh, my other one, my second choice, because Robert was my first, my second choice was Christopher Sabat. The only reason why I picked him was the Seiyu for Zap is the same Seiyu who voices Zoro from One Piece. That's really the only reason why I did that. Uh, Megan, Robert was your second choice. Who was your first? <laughs> oh, my first choice is Eric Vale because Eric Vale is always playing assholes unless he's Shinna or Yuki. Or Cosmo, but we have to hear uh, that one. Or Trunks. Or Canada. Or Trunks. Or Canada. <laughs> but my thing was like, it's really funny is, um... What's a Canada? What's a Canada? Who are you? So the, exactly. Yeah, so I'm my other thing was apparently um, the guy who, who plays him in the Japanese is also in one of my favorite shows because he's somebody in Kuroko. He's um, one of the guys on Aumine's team. Um, so there. Me and my brain for Kokoro knows nothing. Um, so never, never descend into that horrible, horrible sports hell. I'm already trapped. Save yourselves. <laughs> oh, God. So the person who's actually voicing Zap, um, as I said before, one you of two, Hardy. one of, oh, not bad. Uh, you need to go on your tangent. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Brace yourselves. Oh boy, because yeah. we had this conversation before. Right. No, who I really, 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 really wanted to play Zap, and some of you might have not even heard of him before. I wanted to hear Marcus Stimmick play Zap. Oh, I know who this guy is. Yeah, yeah. We had this conversation during um, Assassination Classroom because right. he is a part of the E class. Yeah, yeah he is the big kid who's always getting into trouble. He's the one who tied Ritsu up so she wouldn't, she would start stop shooting. He's That's the one who convinced. Him? Yeah, yes. he, okay. he's the, he's the one who convinced Nagisa to try to blow himself up. Yeah, um, with, Without spoiling it, I believe it's not this week's episode that's going to be, that next Wednesday's next episode that's going to be airing on Double Talk. It's the week after his double talk. Yep, he it's will, that one. You will get that to know this guy. It's mm -hmm. that, that one. Yeah, and the uh, you've heard him before. He's the one that goes, this is balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason I wanted to hear Marcus Stimmick play Zap is because Zap has one of the most unusual voices I've heard in a long time in the Japanese. He just sounds odd. And That's so the I power wanted of Roronoro Zoro and his Seiyu. Yeah, and so I wanted to hear someone who also sounds really, really unique and distinct in English. You were one of the ones that went out of the box with this one. I did. Me too. So far out of the box. <laughs> yeah, and and the reason I chose Stimic was because, quite frankly, there is no one who's working for Funimation who sounds quite like him right now. If you want to imagine his voice, the best way I can describe it. He's like a young Harrison Ford who has been drinking since 7 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> and, and and even when you say his name, it sounds like you're slurring. It's like, my name's Marcus Stimmick. 
if you saw the assassination classroom yes no, episode you will remember this conversation and, and he and believe it or not he's actually been in more commentaries than he's had major roles for that's rather know. amusing honestly it is because and when you hear him in commentaries he sounds even drunker than usual he's like yeah man i was doing this role and uh <laughs> yeah it's you know it was I used to be roommates with uh, Austin Tyndall and uh, <laughs> Austin Tyndall. Oh, good lord! This sounds great. <laughs> oh yeah, I have and, uh, to find some commentaries with him now. Oh it, yeah, I can tell you which ones. It's um, Index Two. He has a commentary, and okay. um, and uh, what else? Oh, Space Dandy, and that's oh, when we learned. Yes, he uh, he played uh, Meow's friend, the rapping cat. Oh, and episode that 10. Guy. He's the he... one who busts when you up the wazoo, get your ass the wahoo, and he does the whole rap. Oh in my the... god. Wow. I now have to rewatch that. And that's when I came up with the concept of the Bee Juice Boys, which was Joel McDonald, Stimmick, and Christopher Cleary Stoner getting together and doing like a Beastie Boys tribute. Oh god, that'd be fantastic. But anyways, I digress. That's <laughs> that's that's who I wanted to 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 play Zap because he sounds so unique and unusual and i think it would have fit zap's character really well okay but i mean it was wrong anyway so. yeah as i was trying to say before because before i was being stupid um so the person who got cast in one of the two fun roles for this show ian sinclair mm -hmm. space dandy Sa himself space dandy hey. himself Hey, another so another Bacchus shot. This is true because yeah. he did he did play Dallas Genoward. Yeah, I was Bacchino. on the right track, but I was like uh, the wrong asshole. <laughs> yeah. Ian is not the asshole. He's the butt of the joke. Uh, he He's really the butt is. monkey. He, Dallas was kind of the butt monkey in that he show. Was the <laughs> Dallas, yeah. Dallas. Oh, oh, and let's oh. not even get hi, Kara. And, and then <laughs> like, of course, Dandy from Space Dandy, Brooke from One Piece. Let's not, even, <laughs> let's not even start with Gija on Yona, because Megan and I, holy crap, during, when we were talking about Norgon. And of course, Toriko. And of course, Toriko. Yes. Um, it definitely works, I think. Yeah, definitely. Zap yeah. is, like, so full of energy and stupidity. And himself. Yeah. And himself. <laughs> yeah, he's full of himself. It's, it's personality-wise, it's similar to Dandy. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why they works. went with him is because he's very similar to Dan. Right. I think I think that's what kind of why they went with it too. What's mm. also amusing to me? What's and it, it what? Whenever this happens, anyway, it's rather amusing. When voice actors curse, he calls this a demon thing, a freaking bitch. <laughs> a bitch. I thought he calls Chain a bitch. No. He probably calls her too. I don't yeah, he calls her a bitch too. I don't remember that. Because and then Chain's like, it's like, doesn't Chain call him a mistake or something? Like, yeah, no, you're no. a mistake. Yeah, yeah you're a mistake. Yeah, you're a mistake. Yeah, they were being weird about it, but um, it's still weird. Like, I still have in my mind, freaking who was it? Todd Habercorn from Codebreaker dropping f bombs. I'm like, where the hell did this come from? But yeah, this is another case where I'm like, what? <laughs> Swearing. Do my ears deceive me? But um, I think we're kind of in agreement that Sinclair is fine here. <laughs> uh, I, unless, I have... Unless, oh, oh, uh-oh. Yes, the dissenter speaks up. I don't know. It's just... 
I had a voice in my head, and, and I like Ian a whole bunch. He's one of my favorite actors. And I just I, I wasn't sold on it. You know? It's, I mean, it's probably going to be an adjustment period kind of thing. Yeah. yeah they have 11 episodes. I wish there were more. Yeah. You never know. There could be a second season. Who knows? Yeah, but, yeah. I've been selling well. Pretty good so far. But I, I just I think Zap needed a bit more rasp to his voice, and, and Ian's is too smooth. He's definitely got the attitude. The attitude is there, but yeah. it needs more rasp. That's what I, I to thought. To be fair, to be fair, this is also the broadcast dub, so they this may not be what we get on the DVDs. So mm. they could always go back and have him put rasp in it. There's oh. that, or he could just slowly transition into it in yeah. the coming mm -hmm. episodes. Mm -hmm. I'm very curious to hear Ian pull off the many faces of Zap. Because that is like a meme in and of itself. <laughs> and it's yeah. fantastic. So I'm very curious to see how that I happens. I still want people to overlay audio of Zap Brannigan from Futurama to Zap. <laughs> Even though he's nothing like him. We I don't just talk about Zap, Zap Brannigan on this. Somebody said, I think it was Zap you, Hardy. Brannigan. I think somebody compared Zap to is Zap in this to Bender. And I kind of laughed. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. So he's just like Bender, and I'm just like, oh my god. He's like, yeah, he's Zap is Bender if he had abs of steel instead of a shiny metal ass. <laughs> nice. So I could I could totally see him say I could totally see Zap saying bite my shiny metal ass. Right. So okay, I guess we're of the agreement mostly. It works. It just might take a little bit. Uh, based on Hardy's comments, which do which do make sense. Mm. So, next chain. Who gives a crap? Hey. <laughs> no. This this no, this lady. No. Here's the thing with chain is she doesn't really talk all that much. She hasn't done a lot of talking yeah. as of now. And, and so when I was thinking, you know, who is who to cast for chain? I'm like, anyone. Anyone I mean, could have done it. Pretty much. I'm I think like, that's why I had three predictions. Yeah, you put like yeah. three. Yeah. Everybody else. I could not pick. Must say, uh, Katie and I had the same one. Yeah. And then I had a second one that was the I same as Hardy's. <laughs> um, but I also had a backup pick, which was uh, the one tagged. Oh, really? Uh, nice. So, um, for me and Katie, our initial one was Brina Palencia. Um, my second choice, as well as Hardy's, was Caitlin Glass. Mm -hmm. And then Hardy, you had someone else. Jamie Markey. Yep. And then and Megan, then your me. three was like, pretty what out of the, the hell? box. Yours was very, very diverse. Yeah, because I really, again, not really familiar, and I was kind of going, like, off of what I thought Chain looked like. My picks were, my kind of weird one was Anastasia Munoz, because I really liked yours, Quinn. Then I had Morgan Garrett, because I adored her performance as Akira Mato. And then I had Elizabeth Maxwell, because I just was like, fuck it, I guess. I think it's because I was reminded of, I think right when I was doing this, you were talking to me about the Noragami video, and she's Bishaimon, and I was like, oh, Chain, I think Chain and Bishaimon are kind of similar from what I got the vibe of, so that's why I went with her. And of course, I'm wrong because I suck at this game. And yeah. we are all <laughs> wrong on multiple accounts. Wait, so Katie, you said you had a backup that actually got picked, correct? Yeah, it was uh, Trina Nishimura. Trina Mikasa Nishimura. herself. Mikasa from Attack on Titan. She was also in Rideback, Rolling Girls, and Steins Gate. And, and another Marco no shot. 
Yep. Yep. Hey. She's Rachel, Rachel, the train hopper. Oh yes. boy. Train hopper. 1930s giver ninja. Advice, giver of dating advice to Jerry Jewel's psychopath. <laughs> and oh, 1930s ninja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on like, what was it like? Two, maybe three things she said in the episode. I yeah. think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's well, fine. she's definitely yeah. got the cattiness down. That's oh, yeah. what you need. The banter between her and Ian's zap was great. Mm-hmm. I loved it. it. It was hilarious. But um, yeah, she so far in this actual series, she doesn't have a lot to say. Yeah. She's kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> it might change. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. But, well, um, I would I would like to see some more character development with her because I would definitely. like to see it delve more into her relationship with Zap because if you notice the I want to bring up the credits as well on a few occasions here yeah because if you watch the credits you there's tons of little Easter eggs hidden in there like if you when it, Chain and Zap are dancing together for a few seconds she's <laughs> literally po- she, pr- she steps on his foot on purpose <laughs> I know that she's one. like. And, and Zaps goes like, Argh! it's great. I'm wondering if it's. I'm wondering if, like, I might want to, like, I'm kind of like, I think the ending is cute. I prefer the opening a little more, and I'm gonna catch. I want to watch the opening for the part where it does the really the like the kind of stage thing, and you see all the different people pop up, to see where Chain pops up to see what her thing is. But I'm wondering if it's something to do with Chain maybe not being all that she appears to be? It could be. Chain's it could be. Like, why do I want to say it's like some sort of like discrimination? I'm pretty sure Chain's against... in there. She's in the girly dress. Yeah, Chain's in the dress. It's yeah. a cute dress, by the way. Usually, really Chain's cute. usually in a fucking suit. Yeah, yeah, so far anyway. Um, But I guess based on what we've just seen... It, we're fine with Trina in there. <laughs> we're fine. No big deal. Well, she has like five lines anyway. Yeah, so, I mean, so not a lot to go off trust. of compared to some of the other characters we actually hear. Like, she has less than Tatum, and she has a bit more screen time than mm. Steven Starface in that episode. <laughs> so, if that gives you any indication. Um, so we have three left. Klaus. The big guy. The big guy. Um, Beasts. Beast's random brother from another mother. Yeah. So, me, Katie, and Hardy at least had one. Megan had four. Four. For some reason. I was like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm indecisive. I know that Hardy and Megan had the same had the same one. Here's the problem with me with coming up with prediction. He was the hardest character for me to come up with a prediction with. I could not. Because I know there, you know how much I am a fan of big, manly characters. Oh yes, yes you are. Yes, yeah. And I wanted to pick out the right voice for Klaus, Mm -hmm. and I was, I knew one thing: I did not want it to be Chris Abbott. That's hilarious. That was my prediction. (laughs) I I knew I did not want it. Not that anything against Chris Abbott. I just he's he's the. He's the guy you get when you're not even trying to be experimental. That's true. And he would have done a good job, but I just I know I, I didn't I want like, it to be Chris Sabat. I felt like for me because I picked Sabat for this, like mm-hmm. sure, that was one a, of mine. sure it's a cop out, but it would have been something very different and interesting for him to work with. Yeah, but so, I mean, I kind of wanted to see that. 
Right. Nice. Yeah, I, I could see. I and mean, he would have done a good job. I, I would have. But, you know, I, I was thinking around. I'm like, you know, I would have. Patrick Seitz might have done a really good job. That's hilarious because Katie picked Patrick Seitz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, but still, I, even thinking about Patrick Seitz, you know, I, 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 it didn't seem right. And then someone else, someone else predicted J. Michael Tatum. Might no. do a good job. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no. Tatum no, would not work. He's done deeper voices than you than you've uh, yeah. than you've heard before. Right, he's, but like for Klaus though? I don't know. It might have Klaus is more uh, elegant. He's not exactly gruff like, and tumble I get like the other elegant guys. Part, but like just the physicality of him, I'm like. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, what about like guys like uh, Chris Rager and uh, ah, yeah, or that would have been interesting. Or what about, you know, even other guys? Like, what about someone more gruff? Like, like uh, what about even uh, R. Bruce Elliott, perhaps? I don't know. I just, it was so hard. I think hard. I yeah, saw someone uh, predict R. Bruce Elliott. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I had the hardest time coming up with a voice for, for Klaus. and then one. And then I just thought, you know what? Let's go completely outside the box. Let's get someone completely new and see if they can do something just completely different. And so my final prediction, I went with Chris Ryan, whose only real major, major role, role was recently as Karasuma in Assassination Classroom. And I wanted to see if he could pull off a role like Klaus, just out of curiosity. You wanted to see a little bit more range in him. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's good judgment. That's a, mm-hmm. That'd be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Ironically, that and is one of Megan's picks. <laughs> Wait, what? Chris Ryan? No, I put Chris. No, the Chris was Savage, not Ryan. Oh, uh, you gave me Chris I Ryan. <laughs> oh, I did. Yes, you well, did. <laughs> apparently, I did. Eh. I think that I don't remember what I did last night. This explains a lot. Um, my picks were I couldn't pick. You had such so, variety, Katie. <laughs> so I was like, maybe Ian Sinclair, maybe Chris Ryan. Um, and then I was like, maybe Ken Williams after the whole "fuck you" Detective Man incident. Um. <laughs> Or, and then I was like, and then you had brought up Brandon Potter. I was like, oh, I can maybe see that, because I, I was kind of having flashbacks of Sven from Black Cat, who was a little bit more deeper, but he was also very suave. Mm. Of course. I can kind of see that. Fuck it. We're all wrong. This is one that probably no one saw coming. Hey, Vegeta! Phil Parsons! <laughs> A.K.A. Nappa. Yeah. <laughs> and and I get to say this one. Take another Bakano shot because he's in that show oh too. Hi. Um, he's Berga. Yeah. And I would be the only one who knows that because I did a con show for two years where I had to fucking play Berga Gandor. <laughs> and it was basically like, well, Berga doesn't really have a character. I'm like, so I can basically fuck around and be a dick to people for three hours. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I and it was like a... Thing. I seriously need to rewatch Bakken because it's been a few years. But um, a few other roles that he's done, um, I know Hardy will appreciate this one. Baki the Grappler. Oh yeah. Uh, Ghost Girl. of the Shell Arise is actually one of the more recent ones. I believe he's Borma. Um, Borma, yeah. Tokyo Ghoul is another one. I want to. How was he in that? I don't remember the name off the top of my head. One of my uh, favorite. Uh, Probably my favorite role for him is uh, Iwahata from uh, Gaurai Zero. Hey, he's uh, rather similar to Klaus. I, I'm not familiar badass, with that show. Anyway. Uh, a, a badass well, was he the, type figure. Was he the white-haired guy with the beard who was secretly like gay or something? I, uh, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. 
he was like, he's also distracting me. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he was also a buccaneer in Full Metal Alchemist. Yep. I still need to watch uh, Full Metal. I had him. Uh, I considered him for uh, Zap, but uh, I uh, thought that was aiming a little too old. Because mm. Zap is still pretty young. But um, yeah. it's definitely very out of the box for me because the I think so far. The only other one at the time when this was announced, because I had recently seen the um, first two uh, OVA slash films of uh, Ghost of the Shell Arise. So, oh, I'm I know who is in Tokyo Ghoul I'm now. I'm at least familiar. Who is he in Tokyo Ghoul? He's um Yomo. All right, He's Yomo. Duh. 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 How did I forget that? Um, but yeah, probably because Yomo doesn't show up much in the second season. That's true. But. I like this one. Yeah. I like Phil Parsons here. I, uh, I, oh, God, here we go again. Party in the dissenter. <laughs> yes? Uh, here, well, you go, girls go first, and I'll be the voice of dissension afterwards. Okay. It's, it's definitely kind of out of the box, in my opinion. Uh, he has some of the elegance to him, but it's still kind of gruff, at least to me, in my head. And now I'm, my brain is like, because Klaus does have slightly adorable moments. <laughs> I'm wondering how that's going to play out. <laughs> like the moment on the train where he's like, he's all giddy. The train, I think either the second or the third, that's the third episode, sorry, with the chess match. Like beforehand, he's on the computer playing chess and he's so like into it while everybody else is having like a completely separate conversation. <laughs> like, I'm curious to know how that's going to go. <laughs> Personally, I I'm just uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how he does. I I've only seen the first two episodes and I I really liked it. I I liked it, and for me, because I, I I have seen the first two in in Japanese. I've seen the first two episodes. And the thing is, like, even in the Japanese, I'm not as familiar with his actor. That's true. Um, I think the only thing I've watched with him really in it, besides this, I'm not really as familiar with him as an actor, the guy in Japanese. The Seiyu? The Seiyu. I'm not really- yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, he's maybe been in one or two shows I've watched. But I really liked it. I think I think he did a, a decent job. I can't wait to see where it goes, but obviously I'm probably going to be wrong in the eyes of Hardy, so... You're also only two episodes in the simulcast, so... Yeah, so, and, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm going to try to catch up with the simulcast. Unfortunately, I have a lot of shit to do right now, too, right. so... So, voice of, uh, dissension. <sighs> what, 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 what say you, I, sir? Well, I liked it. I think... Phil kind of it sounded like he was kind of phoning it in, mm -hmm. uh, like he was just you know, this is what you just do, and we will have you hear it, and, and it just kind of it, it, it's like he didn't really make the part his own, mm, okay. um, and I'm just I'm for me I'm not too familiar with Phil Parsons, so that's probably why I kind of enjoyed I'll, it. I'll tell you to who who it reminded me of. Mm -hmm. It sounded like Mark Derison from an old Media Blasters dub, like. Like the original Berserk dub. Oh, really? Yeah, that's who. That's who it kind of reminded me okay. of. And I'm like, you know, now that I think about it, Mark Derison would have really done a good job for Klaus. Yeah. Now, but, if only he didn't live in California. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The one yeah. only thing. So, Stipulations. But in general, I wasn't. I didn't hate it. Um, I, it is the first episode, so I so want to see. So it's another adjustment period, kind of. Thing. It's another adjustment period. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but I, I, you know, I think he did a pretty good job. Okay. Yeah, all things considered. So we have two more left for the official announcement, anyway. Mm-hmm. Leonardo Watch. Main Party character. and Hi has yep. Our the lead same character. Uh, production. Yeah, you and Hardy had the same thing, and then I think me and Megan at least had one in the same. One. So, Katie and Hardy, you you do yours. Joel McDonald. Yeah, I only had one one prediction the instant I saw him, and I and I'm with her, Joel McDonald, and the reason why going back to take the Bacchano shot again Mm -hmm. is because (laughs) Leo reminds me of a slightly less cowardly jacuzzi splot. Now that mm-hmm. you say that, I can kind he of really see does. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's not as as sheepish, but, you know, he's definitely got, you know, the whole, yeah. <laughs> like, now that, now that you say that, he Joel would have been a pretty good Leonardo, mm-hmm. honestly. He even um, has the uh, same uh, sayu as uh, Jacuzzi. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I believe he I actually... Yeah, he does, actually. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of looks like him, to be honest. A little bit. Fair. Yeah, he actually really... He really actually does. Freaking adorable. <laughs> I want to put him in my pocket. You mean adorkable? Yes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Megan and I each had two. One of which was the same, which was Clifford Chapin. Yeah! I know... I think, mean... Megan on the same mindset. We kind of want to see him really play a proper lead character. He's played plenty, though. He's, More like in a... Kind of in a larger property, though. Pro- yeah, That's like, the big thing. Like, I haven't seen Tokyo Ravens, so I don't know how big I, of a property yeah. that is. Because so, Clifford's been main characters in a bunch of stuff recently. Yeah, he was in World Break. He was in World Tokyo Ravens. Freaking, World Break's a freaking harem. He was in Robotics Notes. I mean, yeah. I okay, I got that one. I haven't seen like, Robotics Note. Okay. I stand corrected on the lead character thing, then. But we're both being wrong at this point. Yeah. Um, but I still kind of thought it would have been an interesting one to see him take on. Um, my second choice, kind of slightly stereotypical, I picked Micah Solosod. Yay! I see I am rubbing off on oh, you. Lovely. <laughs> uh, so, and Megan, what was your second choice? Actually, my second choice was Josh. Was Josh really? Uh, he was my second pick too. Yeah, like Josh could have done it. Josh and Joel probably would have been the two that could p- pull it off the best. The o- the only reason I, for some reason, my mind completely sipped of Joel, and then because I had kind of watched the first episode, and then I really didn't think of the Bakno thing, and now I'm remembering the Okami-san commentary, which was, if there's a coward or a pussy, when in doubt, put Joel McDonald on him. <laughs> um, and then there's J-Hop. There's fucking then J-Hop. there's fucking J-Hop. Re- um, Curse you, Juichi Suwabe! <laughs> um, we're all so wrong. Yeah, so wrong. I think I audibly, without you guys hearing it, and thank God nobody was home in my household, I was like, the fuck? <laughs> um, I think it's safe to say that you can never tell what Mike McFarland is thinking. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> exactly, like he, he comes. Or in this case, he will surprise the living hell out of us. Because in this case, 
Aaron Dismuke is voicing Leonardo Watch. Nobody expects the Dismuke Inquisition. No. <laughs> um, Aaron Dismuke, uh, for those who may or may not know, he has voiced characters in Carnival, Dead Man Wonderland. He has, um, he's voicing Pico, I believe, for Ping Pong. And, lo and behold, he's also Alphonse in the original Fullmetal Alchemist. Yeah. When he when he was le- with a kid. when he was legitimately like between twelve and fourteen years old, and then there are some and of us who have watched out. him grow up through anime, and the last thing I watched him in because I'm currently still watching it when I need to cry about my job is he's Lucifer and the Devil is a part timer. I recently yeah I watched that like a couple of months ago. He was fantastic. And then my my personal favorite role of Aaron's is always going to be Eon in Trinity Blood. Lord, I remember. That's that when one. he was going through puberty. You could puberty. Count, <laughs> you could you could play That is drink. why it's my favorite thing. You could play a drinking game every time his voice cracks. Voice cracks. Yeah, yeah, you could play the same game with the uh FMA, uh original FMA. This is movie. true. This is kind of true. Oh actually. my god, no. Just if you've never seen Trinity Blood's dub, please go find it cuz it is it is actually pretty good. I own that on <laughs> DVD. Thank you. It is quite wonderful. That was Troy, Troy Baker. Baker's in that show. Troy Baker before he betrayed us all and went to video games. Video games. He still and does very much like that show. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And so got, and got all his roles replaced by Matthew Mercer. Right. So mm-hmm. here's the big question: What do we think of this Mucus Leonardo here? I actually really liked it. Me too. He uh, pulls off the, uh, the, uh, dorkable, uh, he can be dorky. Well dis- despite his age. He, he can be dorky, but it's not what I was expecting. Yeah, he's Like, in the least, so, I feel like, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like me and Hardy might be on the same page here. It's, might take some adjusting <sighs> for me. You know, I, here I have a confession to make. Uh-oh. I'm not the biggest Aaron Dismuke fan post puberty, because uh. I've always kind of felt his acting is a bit flat. I think his most impressive role was actually Lucifer, or as um, or Rushihara in a Devil was a part timer. But um, I don't know. It's just it's like the oomph is not there. There's no oomph behind it. It's like. Brother is waiting for me at the at the train station or something like that. Well, here's the other thing, though. Yeah. Mike McFarlane surprised the ever-loving hell out of me when Bryce Pappenbrook did Aaron from Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. The same could potentially happen here for Aaron and Leo. Yeah, and well, it's not like they haven't worked together before, and he can bring out a lot in him. Mm-hmm. So just... because I will admit that I I do like a lot of like I'm kind of back and forth on Aaron sometimes. Like I like Durishmara. But at the same time, I do understand where you're coming from, because I remember also when he was younger, he did Hero in Fruits Basket, and I loved how much of a dick Hero was. Right. His Hero Soma is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, you know, I've, I've watched Aaron in a few dubs since he his voice dropped, and uh, I don't know. It was just, I, I watched him in Shikabana Hime, and uh, I think Cat Planet, Cu- Cat Planet Cuties as well. See, for me, it's the complete opposite. Like, I don't really know much of his work at all. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe one or two that I've heard of. Yeah. So, for me, it's definitely a little bit different. I think, I think actually, I think he was, he made more of an impression when he was little because, hey, this is an actual little kid. Playing a little kid. <laughs> playing a little kid. And, you know, and he's yeah. actually, he's and doing his lines he, right. Uh, he uh, got into uh, the 
citizens in the first place way back in white. Do you have to show he he and Justin Cook their cousins? Right. Okay. I didn't know yeah. that. And his sister was in Yu Yu Hakusho, I believe. Yeah. As a, huh. Yeah. That yeah. explains a lot. Well, it, it's he's certainly got the experience it, under his belt. I remember watching a uh, the the commentary for Devil is a Part-Timer, and he was with three of the girls who were complete newbies. I think it was Felicia Angel, Alex, what's her name? Alex Moore. Alex Moore and another... And, and it, I don't know if it was... I think it was Tia Ballard. And they were like, oh, you know, I've only been with Funimation for like a few shows. Or, oh, I've only, this is one of my first roles. And, and Aaron's like, I've been with Funimation since I was seven. <laughs> I grew up doing anime. I grew up with this shit. <laughs> yes. It's like, get on my level. I think the, Get on my level, noobs. I think the big thing for Aaron is that um, because he did Alphonse when he was a kid... He's still working on trying to break away from that. Yeah. That's probably the big thing, especially since puberty exists. Mm. And he sounds so different now. Yeah. So. And he's like nine foot tall, 90 pound, like giant. <laughs> he looks like Groot. Oh my God. <laughs> he's ba- he really, he really is. Because I remember seeing him at cons a lot when I was younger, because I'm about a year older than him. Um, and I remember one time when I was at a con when he was a little young kid. Monica had to cover his ears after an incident that Travis had caused. Oh my god. Because they didn't want Aaron repeating what Travis did. You said incident was getting really intoxicated and putting laundry detergent into hotel fountains. (laughs) Of course it would be Travis. Chris Abbott was like, I'm so sorry I lost him. (laughs) Way to go, Travis. (laughs) Well, Well, I mean, you know, now that he's all grown up, he's getting filthy mouth, like... Yeah, Demon Wonderland. Demon Wonderland. You listen to the commentary on that. It's it's him and Leah Clark, and Leah Clark just let it loose in that show. She's just like f this, f that. Jack, ta- Jack off into a that. bottle of formaldehyde and call it our firstborn. So, <laughs> what the hell is that? A- yes, yes. Here's the thing for me. I haven't seen the dub for Dead Man Wonderland, but I know oh, it's glorious. Yeah, uh, you gotta, you gotta listen. You have not back. heard cursing at all until you've heard Leah Clark as Hummingbird, just making panty blush, basically. Oh, she's, oh god, she's Hummingbird. I remember and, who and that is. Now. They did the, oh, they did the commentary about together. They did the commentary, and uh, Aaron's still shaking off, you know, his his little kid stage, and he's like, "Well, I've, I've, you know, I'm just a kid, so I would never say a word like fuck." Oh shit, I just did. <laughs> Yes. And then they had in the panty and stocking special features, Aaron had the dirtiest joke I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, you got you guys want to hear it because it's pretty bad. Oh my god! Is this okay? Is this beyond Tatum saying doing the woman from Q in the Black Butler bloopers? Yes. Oh, oh here we go. Okay, so they all the the cast once the cast gets together during a behind the scenes feature and they all tell off their favorite dirty jokes. And Aaron's, you don't, he doesn't even announce that it's him, but you can tell because of his voice. And he says, like, well, when I have sex with my girlfriend, I like to put on a Teletubbies outfit because it's not every day a four-year-old gets to meet her idol. Oh, my, oh my God! God! And I'm like, Aaron! <laughs> I am never Holy shit! Welcome back, Aaron! Again. Holy shit! Good night, everybody! <laughs> I need to get a drink after that! 
the voice, I mean the the voice of Felicia! little Alphonse Elric, everybody. <laughs> Felicia, I needed a doll. Felicia. Alphonse is definitely all grown up now. I needed a doll, Felicia. When you say I need an adult, she confirmed that you're, she's the one who hears it. Felicia, I need an adult. Jill. Okay. Okay, I gotta breathe. Oh my god. I, and now on to the most fun person in the goddamn show. Yeah. yeah. So we, How are we gonna top Hardy repeating the world's dirtiest joke? So we slightly went out of order uh, on the announcement because... And we, all four of us, voted on this. We wanted to put probably the most fun character last for the actual. And I think the voice that surprised all of us. Oh my god. Um, so I'm probably gonna butcher the actual name. Femt? The Lord of Depravity. The King of Depravity. This bastard. Um, so before we, like, become shocked out of our minds, uh. Predictions. Yes. So. Looking at this, the majority of us had one very similar one. That being J. Michael Tatum. <laughs> I believe my exact words were Tatum, please. Yes. With the, the with PLS, because I was too lazy to actually type up the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, because I had Tatum as a second choice, and then Hardy and Megan had Tatum as their first. Uh, yeah. I actually uh, you went, went a far out the box. on a limb. I... I... Katie went out of the box. Fent reminded me so much of Isaiah from Dororos. And this is a Naito word, so Giant Bosch. That would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. But in case they couldn't get him, I decided to go on Micah Solisad as my backup. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. My, act my actual first choice was Ian Sinclair, but obviously he's that. That didn't happen. Yeah. And then my my first choice originally while watching it was um, was Tatum, and then your I second read, choice is very interesting too. By the way, I read on another forum someone else made a prediction of who they would put, and they put Todd Habercorn, and I'm like, yeah, that would work too. Because we've seen him go absolutely crazy and insane before as well, and oh, it's yes. it would be really entertaining. If Oberon from Sword Art Online is any indication, you yes. will address me by my real name, Todd. Todd fucking Habercorn. Lord Todd fucking Habercorn. That's never gonna. Get I like how we, I like how we all remembered that. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. So. Surprise! Um. <laughs> so Josh Greeley exists. Yes. <laughs> yes, Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Where the hell did this come from? <laughs> what the? Where have you been hiding this all your goddamn life? Uh, I have heard at least one of his bad guy voices, Akasha, in Shigabai uh, Hime, who surprisingly turns out to be the most sympathetic character in the entire show. Uh, but this, he took this the wall and went the whole nine it's, yards with it. It's like the drunk love child of Sato Mao and Naki. Yeah, and the Joker. Because, really. um, Greeley... Listening oh to him made me smile. Oh, Lord. Um, Greeley. Uh, Armin from Attack on Titan. Kurunosuke from Princess Jellyfish. Um, Kenichi. 
he, the new voice of Issei from DXD. Yeah, yep. Calm down, haters. <laughs> Calm down. Don't be butthurt anymore. Chillax. Um, he's also in Diagon Rampa as Biapia. And um, he's Ginoza from Psycho Pass as well. Um, <laughs> but holy shit! <laughs> Holy crap! I think we all went to Bizarro voice acting. Ro <laughs> Not wrong. Stephanie! Yeah? Voice acting Black Magic! <laughs> yes! It's back! Forget Ian Sinclair! This is some voice acting Black Magic right black here! Black Magic! <laughs> Holy I might shit. as well make hashtag voice acting Black Magic. We need first. to make this a thing. And, well, um, uh, I'm, well, pretty I I'm pretty sure he stole the episode. <laughs> yes, he did. He stole uh, that episode and went with it. Yeah. Uh, while uh, while I was uh, rewatching it today, I caught uh, something. Uh, they said that uh, it was the same in uh, the Japanese version, but in the dub with Josh's voice, it just reminded me of Attack on Titan. Come oh God, on, you what made was me it? just fall. Oh, <laughs> that line. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because I rewatched it too, and I remember that line just now. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, it's definitely a weird mix. And it, it's, it's like, where have you been hiding this, Josh Greeley? What it's the like hell? He combined all the weird voices he's done over the years with a health, healthy dose of Joker added in for good measure. It is wonderful. And I just, think they just... They literally put it in, put him in a padded room and told him to have at it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't think... I don't think a Kroger has that much ham. Megan, I think last night you said this when you, me, and Katie were having our Skype party. You want to see a ham off Ma. between? Oh yeah, that's right. Greeley's I want to see a ham off and Sukiyama for Tatum. Tatum Sukiyama versus. Okay, now I want to see a three-way ham off. Oh my! I want to see a ham off between Grilly's Femt, Sukiyama's Tatum, and fucking Mamoru Miyano's Tatum. <laughs> because. Jesus Christ! That would be the greatest wait, wait, thing wait. on the face of the Hold goddamn on, planet. Wait, stop. Sugiyama as Tatum. Mamoru Miyano as Tatum. Versus. Can all three of them be mom. locked into a room together and scream at each no, other? No, wait, wait. Don't <laughs> and you then for our amusement, Sugiyama and Tatum is Sugiyama. Uh, for the love of God, because you mix that up hardcore. I'm like, how is Mamoru? <laughs> no, I want all three of them to do it. No, I want both Tsukiyamas versus Femme! Okay, but you the way you said it was like, uh, Mamoru Miyano as Tatum, like, what? <laughs> it's been a long-ass day! I don't know what state I'm in half the time! Fair enough! I'm pretty sure I'm still in Florida for all I remember. <laughs> I've, I haven't heard a Morgan and Morgan commercial in a while, so I'm kind of scared, but at least I know there's still Publix here. Okay, okay. And if you're from Florida, you'll understand exactly what I just okay. said. Publix has the good shit, too. <laughs> Okay, we need to damn straight. We fucking do. I know you have them in Tennessee. We're all excited. Oh about, no, we don't. We're all excited about Greeley, but we need to kind of remember that game. Right. <laughs> um. So, in case no one could tell, we were all fans of this performance. We love the hell out of this. We want more of this. <laughs> Please keep doing this, Josh. Oh my God. Daisuke. I did not know he had this in him. So I was really skeptical when I saw the announcement. But after hearing it, holy crap. I'm like, I'm good. Let's go. Let, let's go, Grilly. Josh Grilly is a wizard. <laughs> voice yes. acting black magic. Black magic. It's official. Welcome to the voice acting black magic club. Yes. Make that a hashtag, Here people. Voice acting black magic. Black yes. magic. 
Um, okay. So, um, that's it for the official announcements. Uh-huh. There was still some that people predicted that haven't been announced or heard of yet. So, I figured why not go through some of those really quickly. Okay. Um, Abrams. Lucky Abrams. Cursed Vampire Man. <laughs> Hunter Man. Um... Megan was the only one who didn't have one, because you probably haven't run into him yet. Um, the rest of us did. Who would like to go first? <laughs> I had... I originally, uh, had, uh, Ian, but, uh, he's up, so I had to make a few adjustments. I... Who do you think it's gonna be now? Who do you I, think it will be now? Yeah, I... This was originally my pick for, uh, Deljo Brody, and... Uh, now uh, I'm going to uh, put him as my pick for Abrams. I uh, Chuck Uber. I like the I way that's going. I can. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Um, Hardy. Well, I sort of had a Brandon Potter vibe from him at first. Um, right. I don't know if that's going to stick because Abrams is a bit older than mm -hmm. the characters that Potter usually plays. But uh, that's the first kind of kind of vibe I got from it. And then when I thought about it, thought about it, Kent Williams could do him really well, too. Oh, he probably could, actually. Now you think yeah. Because Abrams is a bit older world-wise, and, and yet he's always got this sort of chutzpah about him because nothing bad ever happens to him. It just happens to everyone else around mm -hmm. him. So. Story of my life. <laughs> okay, as for me, Megan's gonna get, kick out of, gonna get a kick out of this. So there's this thing that exists called the <laughs> Mike <laughs> McFarland Illuminati. <laughs> Mike McFarland Illuminati. Where, um, we're in every single, as far as we know, in every dub that he's directed, he is somewhere in the cast. I put him here as Abrams. Like, literally, when I was thinking director, I'm like, I specifically left him here as Abrams. I'm like, I am going to account for this shit. <laughs> so I put McFarland there. Because <laughs> I'm kind of like... I think it'd be hilarious to hear him play this slightly, like, enthusiastic, happy-go-looking like, researcher who, like, has a bunch of sh bad shit happen to him. I kind of want to see what that would sound like. Like, hear what that would sound like with McFarland in there. <laughs> That's just my opinion, but... <laughs> the Mike McFarland Illuminati, it's gonna happen somewhere in here. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Big Brother's oh. watching you. Oh my god. So hardcore. Um, but obviously we don't have an actual announcement. We're gonna... We'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Um, Ali... Ali Gura? Okay. I don't even know I, who that is. You... You haven't... Uh, the yet, Queen of Monomania. I... I didn't watch that episode. Oh, Why? so you have no idea. Um, oh. so it's just me and Katie. I have no idea who the hell this oh, you've is. You've only seen two episodes. Of course you don't know. So it's only me and Katie who made predictions on this one. I had two... Katie, as far as I know, if you only gave me one, and we have the same one, <laughs> both of us were like, both of us as of right now are like Tia Ballard. Yep. Mm -hmm. I really want to hear that happen so I... bad. Um, my second choice, though, is Lindsay Seidel. I kind of think she could pull it off. Like, she did really well with Ito, and I'm curious to know how Nagisa is going to go, considering some of the upcoming stuff that's happening for Nagisa. So, i kind of curious to see if that could happen, but I Tia Ballard, I would love to see her do that. I do really want to say something kind of funny about- are you talking- you're talking about Ali Gura, yes. right? 
and I know because Katie likes this show, it's really funny that the voice of Aligura in Japanese is also Chi and Chi's sweet home. Yeah. For real? <laughs> for real. Oh my god, that is awesome! For, for real. That is awesome. Um, okay, so there was three other predictions, and they were all from Katie. Yep. One of which you kind of moved around. Yep. Um, so you had one for Dog Hummer, the Elder Brody, but you moved that one. And then this dude's long-ass name <laughs> Don, from the from the chess I, episode. Don Thank you. <laughs> so, what were you thinking with these? I, I guess is my question. By the way, Dog Hummer and Dildo Brody, same episode that Ali Gura premieres in, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's uh, that, um, in the beginning of the first episode, that red giant thing that's, like, beating people down. You remember that? Yep. Yeah. Um, he's actually two people in one, by the way. I love that one of them is actually, because we brought him up, one of them's Mamoru Miyano. Yeah, and... <laughs> da 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 Mams! Mams! Mamma Anyway. I love Mamoru Miyano. Anyway, Katie, what were you thinking for those two? I... Considering, uh, both, like... U.S. equivalents of uh, Mamoru Miyano are both insanely busy. I decided to take the less, the less risky one, Todd Abercorn. For Dog Hummer? Yes. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. <laughs> that would be fun. And um, the other Brody you said originally you had Chuck Huber. Did you have anyone else in I, mind at the time? I, yes, I thought it over and decided on... Uh, Two people, one of which uh, was an out of the box pick. Uh, my primary pick is uh, Jar Jewel. Ooh, that and, is kind of out of the box, right there. Ah, uh, but that's not my main out of the box one. My, oh, okay. I uh, <laughs> uh, my uh, backup pick is Chris Guerrero, uh, who is a narrator in One Piece and uh, Why? Okay, it took me a second. Uh, I'm like, uh, he's a oh, One Piece. He- He's uh, General Ivan. He's like, he's uh, the narrator in Toriko. Uh, yeah, narrator in Toriko, and uh, uh, God, if I could only remember his name, but he's in season six of One Piece. Of One Piece is the uh, main baddie. I can't remember. Season six? I, I am so don't... far behind. Spoiler <laughs> yeah. bark. Yeah, he he kind of he kind of sounds like like he's doing a Liam Neeson impersonation. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, because I do remember him at least the, for narrating like One Piece. I do remember that much. Like, in Toriko, he's like, it has been said there are entire rivers of marmalade, the marmalade oceans. <laughs> yeah, he's just like a the to food, food network version of the Discovery Channel going on, <laughs> apparently. Um, and then you had one for a long uh, freaking name, Don. Don Fulgridge. I, I was reminded of uh, Future Diaries' Deus Ex Machina, so I put Cat Williams. That would be pretty explainable right there. Even though I don't like Future Diary. <laughs> and I am a horror person, so that's saying something. I am scared shitless of Future Diary. But, uh, yeah! That's yeah, everything! That, yeah, that's... <laughs> we somehow made it through that's everything! That's a fraction of all the Yay. characters in the cast! Oh my god. There was there was quite a few that was announced, and then we had, like... Because it's a large freaking cast. So we're like, maybe this one will be announced, and maybe this one. It's like, no. <laughs> but, yeah. 
that is, as far as we know of, the dub cast for Blood Blockade Battlefront. For the first few episodes, at least. For the first few episodes. Um, I think Probably at least until episode three? Yeah, at least until episode... No. Yeah, episode three, because KK's in there. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> so... I think general impressions of the first episode is holy mother of god Josh what the hell <laughs> cuz that basically WTF barbecue <laughs> yeah cuz that basically like kind of overshadowed everything in my mind yeah. but and McFarland dub it's going to do well no matter what it's going to jump on the McFarland train and choo, we're good. Choo, choo. Swear to God, I'm gonna Photoshop something for that. You just wait and see. Can you just Photoshop all of us writing it? And <laughs> <laughs> McFarlane as the conductor? Hell yes, I will try and do that. It will be fantastic. Hey, uh, oh, I'm on the God, caboose. I can't, I'm, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make that joke in in another video. Oh God, <laughs> you know exactly where this joke is I going. Um, I can see Vezis is going. Oh, but um, yeah. Uh, I think overall it's not a not a bad first episode for the dub. It's some of it's gonna be a little bit of adjusting, obviously. Others, it's like yes, please, can I has more? Uh, AKA, can I have the entire show just be about Feb just <laughs> so I can we, hear Josh? Can we please? Yeah, he um, needs to show up more often. Can you, Megan? You're gonna see him at Omni Expo. Can you please ask him where the hell he's been hiding that this whole time? I swear to God, I will. Yeah. Also, tell my Katie McAteer says hi. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm all up for ritzuing people on my phone if I have good Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh my God. Like I will carry you around in my pocket. Yes. Like people can already practically carry you around in their pocket. <laughs> um. Now I can do you. Di now I can do it. I know. I was like, now I can do you digitally, and that just sounded so. <laughs> that did not come out right. Lizard. Right. And on that note... <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, everybody. Um, if you are uh, interested in catching the broadcast up for Blood Block Hey Battlefront, you can do so uh, Wednesday nights. They have it at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central. Yeah. Um, and it's for, the last one for the block before Double Talk show. For those it's who do, the 9 o'clock. Yeah, for those... For those who do not know, you have to have a Funimation Elite membership. That is one um, of the big things. That, you that is one of the big things. If you do not have one, they do offer you a three two-week trial. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. It's like, may as well. Who knows? Um, yes. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. For all we know, one day they might catch on to us and be like, hey, why don't we bring these assholes on to Double Talk? Well, you know, I am a moderator of the forum. Is true? Or maybe. And apparently they like me so and, and who knows, maybe one day, if they do catch a wind of things, maybe they'll tell us wonderful secrets. Who knows? Myst will they tell us mysterious secret powers? Maybe. Probably. Depends on how popular this, this, the dub talk becomes. Because I'll say, hey, what's going on? <laughs> um, hey, but hey. anyway, yeah, if you want to At least they'll always have the uh, One Piece podcast. This is true. Um, so yeah, if you want to catch the broadcast of 4BBB... Uh, you can do so Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, but you do, but as Hardy said, you have to have the um, subscription, and if not, there is the 14-day free show. Um, by the way, after which, it's kind of, because it does ask for your credit card information. It yeah. will start taking money out of your account unless you cancel it. Just saying, because I had that happen to me once, and I'm like, whoops! <laughs> that was like before. But, um, yeah, that's basically, I think that's it. 
We thoroughly covered this one, and then we so, done. We done. We done. <laughs> and as I said at the beginning of this episode, uh, Sarah of the End is a thing. It is a thing. It is a thing. I'm so excited. And, uh, once we finish this episode, technically we are recording this one directly after. You happy, I Megan? Have happy, Megan. Yes. But um. I love my shitty vampire shows. Katie won't be joining us for that. Um, she, she actually has a sense of taste. She has a sense of taste. Yes, hey! instead be uh, watching a voice, bunch of voice actors playing Dungeons and Dragons. Critical, <laughs> Critical Role. There plan. we go. Um, Critical Role. Plan. Hi, Matt. On that <laughs> note, everybody say their goodbyes so we can just wrap this one up. <laughs> Bye, me. <laughs> I'm watching you. Um, through the camera. It's vampire time. So, we have a hearty Illuminati now? <laughs> hearty Illuminati. The, har- uh, the hearty Adi. Hardy- the hearty Illumin hearty. <laughs> okay. Um, until next time, guys. See you later. And otaku on my friends. <laughs> Keep it manly. Bye-bye. See ya.